right, my man. Well, we had a really good inner geek nice match. You. you want to uh, yeah, call it a day? Yeah, sure. Go get a beer. How many times can we milk that joke? All right, so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. It's the main event! You can feel it. You can feel it. The energy mark. Everything that's been happening with this match so far. Now, the thing is, even though these are two respected members of their own faction on the Finstock Exchange, both Ben Bateman and Dan Merle, it, as Roxy had alluded to before, it has not been peace and harmony in the Finstock Exchange. There has been some arguing about who was going to manage. At one point, Dagnino said nobody's going to manage. He made that official. And then, because he didn't tell any of his players, and they said, no, we didn't know about that. He's like, ah, you know what? It's not official. Now, Roca will be managing Dan. Roca's managing Dan. And, okay. and Ben wasn't a big fan of that, said a lot about it on backstage, so there was some turmoil. But, but, and it looks, and Dagnino is managing Bateman. But what happened, it just seems like now it's kind of all smoothed out. Or did it? I have no idea, and that's one of the many fun aspects of this match, which, like you said, championship match, five rounds, to quote Tarzan songwriter Phil Collins, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Do, 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 do. Well, the energy, you're, you're right, the energy's palpable. You could feel it because of everything that has happened so far um, with both of these guys and their careers. So interesting, because if you look at Dan Merle and what he has done, he's an absolute legend of the game. He's a three-time champion. He's never, lost, uh, he's never lost a live event. He's never lost when he was going after a championship. He's defended every championship at least once when he's had it. He's the reigning team's champion. I mean, he's got the record in knockouts. He is an overall, he's a Mount Rushmore legend. And you look at what Ben Bateman has been doing. Ben Bateman was a 500 player at one point last year. He has gone on to win five straight victories, his last three by knockout. He is on a tear right now. He is on a tear that we haven't seen like no other. It's very similar to what like Sam Levine had done at one point. You this went is, on a nice run like that one time. Yeah, but this is a whole different league and now. And Ben Ben had a broken back. Yeah, well, Ben Bateman. What do we broke his back? It's true. They both, the two of them, though, the way that they play the game, they both are like, they're, they're like, they, they have like a, there's like a science between the two of them, the way that they, they look at it, the gamesmanship between the two of them, sizing each other up, listening to the way that they've been strategizing, uh, not talking to each other with certain, about certain things, listening to each other's interviews to pick up little things. Both of these guys know each other so well because Bateman managed Merle when he won the, the, in, in New York in the earlier the season. So... Bateman really knows Merle, and Merle really knows Bateman. So this is going to be such a crazy, crazy thing tonight. I can't wait. I, I, was, I was in the room with both of them, yeah. and uh, there, there was some tension in the air. There was Between the managers or the acting managers, too, the only thing that could break the tension was the delivery of pizza just in time. Delicious. And we all became uh, yeah. friends again. But this night is going to be memorable, not just for Queso Blanco, now available at Chipotle, but also because one of these guys is walking out of here with a belt. Ask me if I'm ready. Well, not yet, because we've got to find out how Damn we got it. here. We need to find out... <laughs> Exactly how we got here, and boy, was it a story in general. You ready to get hyped up? Here we go. We've had three versions of the single belt. Dan Merle has held all three of those versions. Back in 2016, where he won the championship, he won five in a row. Fourth title defense in all of his runs. First person to ever go to 12 victories, eight knockouts. He's an absolute legend in the game. Maybe the greatest player in Schmodown. It is time to step away from the Schmodown for a while. There's a lot of new blood down there. There's a lot of people that want that belt. And I think now's the perfect time to give all of them a shot at it. My advice would be that if you are 
carrying that belt on your shoulder, maybe take a look over the other shoulder, because one day I might be on it. There's a lot of pretenders in this league, new teams coming out of the woodwork. But it does look like Ben and Andrew like being the bad guys right off the bat here. What's your first name? Dan? <laughs> Come on, Dan! Merle? The goat? When you used to win, the man in black? Yeah. What happened to you? Riley, get your guy out of here. Hey, thanks, Riley. Nothing but respect for that guy. Real champion right there. That's right. Oh, I'm gonna get Mark Riley. How'd that work out? Without me? You're, you're nothing. I put my faith in a friend that wasn't a friend at all. This guy didn't have my back. I'm a changed man. For two years, I approached this game the wrong way. I didn't respect the game. And in turn, the game did not respect me. You're going to see the greatest ascension in the history of the Schmodown this year. This is the greatest of all time. And he's going to prove it to you time and time again. Like, who is out there that could still potentially rival you and challenge you? It's the game. It's luck. It's chance. It's skill. You win or you lose. He is the youngest champion this league has ever seen. Wow. He has never lost a match. Get ready. The underdogs are the ones that are coming for you, and they're coming for you every single game. You give me Andrew, I'm coming for you. Bateman is just playing lights out. Like he knocked out the kit. He KO'd Bibiana. Knocked out Oyama. Knocked him out. What if I just took these two on? This is Ben Bateman's biggest challenge. This is the biggest challenge of my career, and it's the biggest single match I've ever played. It'll solidify him as a champion. There's all this stuff with Ben. Ben's a great comeback story. A man who earned everything that he's absolutely had here in the movie Tribute Schmodown. Nothing was handed to him. Everything was earned. This is about legacy. This is about cementing your place in history. Ben Bateman, who has said that he wants to be the best in the league. Look, if you want to be the best of all time, you know exactly what you have to do. And this guy is the best of all time. Legend versus legend. Champion versus champion. These two guys probably might go 30 questions into sudden death before somebody actually comes out the victor. Dan Merle, never lost in a live event, has never lost when he was going for the title, could walk out of Atlanta and become a four-time champion. What a moment. It's going to go down in history as an all-timer. I'm the greatest player that's ever played this game, and you're going to see why right now. Wow. Wow. I mean, can you feel the hype, ladies and gentlemen? Are you ready for this match? I am. Wow. I can't wait for it, Mark. They're pumped. They're ready to go. You know, I see that promo, and the one thought in my mind is we got to never let Dagnino wear shorts on stage ever, ever, ever again. Ever again. 
So much. And even we said this is, this could be the fourth time we see Merle with a title, or it could be only the fifth singles champion in history to defend the championship. Only Merle and Riley and Levine and Oyama have done it before. So can Bateman do it? Can Bateman defend it? And what a way to get your first title defense to do it against Merle. Going to be very interesting here. Oh, and another announcement that we should make here beforehand, too. This was something that the league came up with. The managers have been spoken about it, too, in general, so everyone knows. When factions play against each other in a situation like this, when you are not, if, if, if you're in a faction against each other, the number one contender normally would get one point, even if he lost. That will not happen tonight because it's a faction on faction. So only the winner will receive points. Only the winner will receive points. That is going to happen throughout the entire league. That is part of the decision in general. The managers have been uh, told about this, and so have the players. So only the winning player will win points for their faction. History on the line here tonight. Christian, we're about to meet the competitors. We're getting ready to go. The seatbelts are buckled. The tray table's upright. Are you ready? Pumped. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmoda. Five rounds for the Movie Trivia Schmodown Championship of the World. Introducing first, the challenger representing the Finstock Exchange led to the ring by his team partner, fathers on stage together. Look at this. Look at him rounding up once again. Dan Murrow looking up. He's been here before. Loving it. There's the, there he is. Team champs. The founding fathers.
Now the other thing, the other thing that the factions have also agreed to tonight, the faction has also agreed tonight that no one will cut promos in respect for each other. They're not going to cut promos wow. tonight. They're just going to play the game and let the trivia talk for them. That's what they said. They're going to said they're going to let the trivia talk for them. So no, no promos from either Dagnino or uh, Merle. All oh, right, good. We might get out of here at a reasonable right. hour. And his opponent, the boss, is back. back! Representing the Finstock Exchange with a record of 10 wins, 5 defeats, and 5 knockouts. Went to the ring by his manager, Tom Dagnino. He is the 2019 Ultimate Showdown Singles winner. And the So we now, the champion, the champion set, the champion set. The, I like the scarf. What's that? The See champion the set, scarf? the challenger yeah. set. And, oh, wait. So, Dagnino, oh, Dagnino is taking, Dagnino is taking the mic. Dagnino is taking the mic, okay. Woo-wee. Here we go. What a tangled web we weave here. This is a win-win situation. I seem to keep putting myself in those. Look, what you're getting here is the creme de la creme. You're getting two of the best players that ever played this game. Somebody called me up the other day, they go Gucci. They go, do you think this is going to be the biggest match of all time? 
I go, you're goddamn right it is. Look, the goat against the current goat. Let's see what happens. All right, that's it. All right, all right, so now Dagnino has gone, and we are ready to get, all right, now. Roka's taking the mic. Now Roka's taking the mic, all right. I guess we're getting promos. For those of you who understand English, Christian Harloff said there'd be no promos. But once again, we got a communication issue in the Finstock Exchange, as Tom just did a promo for his boy. Call him the current goat. Mm. That's cute, I like that. I got nothing but love for Ben Bateman. He's earned his shot. He earned it and he took care of business and won that title. I know what that feels like. I know what it's like to be on a journey coming down from where the lowest you can be and getting to the top of the pile. And I got nothing but love for you, brother man. You earned it and you're a great champion. But tonight in Atlanta, Hotlanta, you are taking on the greatest of all time, the GOAT. The man who wins championships like you eat breakfast, which means it happens every day. He is the best of all time to do it, and he's here to prove it to everyone, including you, Ben. You gotta learn where you belong in the pecking order, my man. And we're about to find out. Tom, that's it. That's enough out of you. Let's do this. All right, so John Roca throwing down the heat. He says, all right, Dagnino, you want to do it? I'll do it too. And both Dagnino, Roca have their last word, and now we have Merle and Bateman set. The energy is hyped. We are ready. Mark, how you feeling? I'm good. Now that the table's back, I feel fine. Do you have a tail of the tape for me? Or you, you want to look go? at Ben Bateman. All right. You look at new releases. You look at Oscars. Yep. When you look at Dan Merle, you think Steven Spielberg movies, and you also think classics. He can go in the way back machine. Ben Bateman focusing on what's coming out now, but they both know a lot about each and every True. category on that wheel, including opponent's choice. Well, then I ask you. Let's start then with the rules of round number one. There's five rounds for the championship. So how do the rules for now number one work? Gentlemen, it is a five-round match. It is the championship match. However, round number one plays like a normal round one in the Movie Trivia Schmodown singles division. Eight questions from eight different corners of Movie Trivia Schmodown know-how. Each question's worth one point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round at number one. You each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the, again, five-round match. Not sure you heard a question right. You want to buy yourself some time? Use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be issued at any point throughout the match. Each and every question in round number one will be about the movie First Man. <laughs> All right. Well, we start with the champion. Are you ready? Whatever happens, the exchange walks out with the belt, so All right. I'm ready. We ask. Accurate. Okay. We ask the challenger. Are you ready? Ring. The bell. <laughs> then let's get ready to Schmoda! All right. Here we go. 
And a reminder to both the challenger and the champion, if you do have a challenge to signal to your managers, tell them your challenge. The, ma the manager will tell us. Do not shout it into the microphone. And to the crowd, please, please, for the love of God, don't say the answer. Yes. All right. I just beg you. Here we go. Round number one. Question number one. Action adventure. Who directed the 90s action film Face Off? <laughs> I just don't want him to say the answer. If there's the occasional, oh, right. then we can. That's all right. Reactions are We fun. can live with that. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Bateman. I got John Woo. That is correct. Dan? Sir John Woo. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Prompt, prompting the, uh, the champion to maybe challenge that. Uh, <laughs> like what he's doing there. All right. Was John Woo knighted by the queen? You can have this one, Dan. <laughs> All, right. All right, gentlemen. Your next question, your second in round number one, comes in the world of comic book movies. Oh. In the film Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Scott Pilgrim not with us tonight, but watching from home. Yeah. In Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, how many total evil exes must Scott defeat? Got any uh, evil exes you want to talk about? Not on air. <laughs> Save that for SCN Live. Uh. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. One, Dan. Seven? Yes, sir. Ben. Seven. Tie game. There <laughs> we go. All right. All right. Dramas. Dramas. What 2018 historical drama stars Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, and Olivia Coleman? Nailing that pronunciation. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's it? No more compliments? No, I'm taking the question off. Fair enough. Tune in. Five. For the next one. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down. And Ben. I had the favorite. Yes. And Dan. The favorite. Perfect. Perfect. All right. They both got the U in there. So far, so good. 3-3 three, three on both Dan and Merle. Who will strike first? All right, gentlemen. And a reminder to the crowd, ben if uh, both gentlemen or either one gets all eight questions right in round number one, there will be a bonus question also worth one point. Uh, category four is in the world of famous actors and actresses, people with bigger bank accounts than the guy talking right now. <laughs> and your question, what actor played the real-life individuals, Jim Lovell, Richard Phillips, and Walt Disney? Uh, famous person in the crowd for us. You know who? Who? Uh, my buddy Doug, who introduced us ah, back in 2003. Doug is awesome. Doug's here. Florida Doug's State awesome. alum. Florida State alum. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Famous actors and actresses. The question, what actor played the real-life individuals, Jim Lovell, Richard Phillips, and Walt Disney? Famous person in the crowd today. My buddy Doug, who I introduced Doug. us. <laughs> Good if they use the GZ, I have to repeat it. Yeah, that's good. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We start with uh, Dan. Lord Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I think he is a lord. I think actually he's a lord, yeah. I think he is a lord. I had Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks is correct. <laughs> Bibiani just woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> All right. 
fantasy sci-fi. Fantasy sci-fi is your next category. Which actress stars as a character called The Major in 2017's Ghost in the Shell? Somebody's watching this match, and it's their first movie trivia show down. And they're like, I didn't know John Woo was knighted. <laughs> That's how rumors get started. Yeah. Five. Did you know Marilyn Manson Four. was in The Wonder Years? Yeah. Three. <laughs> Two. And what's with the gerbil? One. Pens. Richard Gere, you never heard that? Forget it. Uh, pens what down. What are you doing? Oh, come on. They didn't know unless come you on. know. Pens down. And Ben Bateman. I had Scarlett Johansson. Yes. And Scarlett Johansson. Got it. Okay. <laughs> What are you doing? Next question. Your oh, next question no. comes in the world of comedies. <laughs> there, come here. Will you beat me over the head with this thing? <laughs> All right. Your question. What spoof movie franchise had the installments The Smell of Fear and The Final Insult? I love this question. Good question. Love Good it. Good question. Who strikes first? Will it be Dan Merle or will it be Ben Bateman? Well, they're actually both striking a lot. It's whoever's going to miss first. Yeah, there Five, four, three, two. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. Nah. <laughs> Pens down, please. We start with Dan. The naked gun. Yes, sir. And Ben. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. Oh. Merle hits first. Merle hits first. There you go. There you go. Merle strikes first. All right, horror slash thriller. Who plays Lisbeth Salander in 2018's The Girl in the Spider's Web? That's a well-read question. By I you. appreciate that very much. Put a little English on the uh, year. Well, I gotta tell you, gotta be honest with you. Did you just do a one-man show that's yeah. just like all of your friends from the neighborhood? That's and then there was there was Three-Eyed Johnny down the street. <laughs> Five, four, three. Two, one, and Ben. I had Claire Foy. Yes, Dan Merle. Claire Foy. Dan Merle has not missed. So far, Danny, one more question to get a perfect round number one. Ben trails by only a point. And your last question in round number one comes from the world of animated movies. Hmm. And your query is, what film features such characters as Oogie Boogie and the clown with the tearaway face? which are two other people that Christian grew up with. That's right. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Dan, for a perfect round. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, sir. And didn't have it. Didn't have it. Didn't wow. Have it. Massive, massive here because with that, Dan Merle has an opportunity now to go up by three if he hits this. Bonus question. Which 80s action film is known for this line? Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. That's what, uh, that's what Doug told me when I moved to LA. Die Hard. That is correct. One more point. Dan Merle is up nine to six. Nine six, Dan Merle. And a three-point lead for the former champion over the current champion. <laughs> Hannah, so strong he broke the table. 
Now, now wait a minute. How, wait, 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 wait. How do you guys, out of everything you've just set up, everything, how do you not say, you had one job out of the whole night? All right. All right. Uh, so now we get to round number two, Mark. It is chaotic. It is awesome. What is round number two? Round number two is the wheel round, as Brandon so generously donated his wheel from home. Ben, Dan, you each get a spin at the wheel. Please spin from the wheel and not the pegs. On that wheel, you're eventually going to settle on a category that contains four questions of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Each question is worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. There is stealing in round number two. Uh, if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Uh, ben Bateman currently holding the belt. However, you find yourself trailing by three to Dan Merle. So Dan, the choice is yours. Would you like to spin first or defer to your belted and scarved opponent? I will uh, defer. Going to defer to the champion. Ben Bateman spins. Now, the champion always, the ch Here, here's a spin. Now. Now remember, the champion has the opportunity to put opponents and spinners on there, and Ben has done that. What is that? Fantasy sci-fi. Fantasy sci-fi. Sci Spinning it again. Spinning it again is maybe a strength for Merle too. So yeah. Now remember, also Dan Merle tonight trying to become the only, the second player in history to become double belted with singles and singles and teams. Currently owns the team belt. He has the team. The founding belt. fathers. Here's the spin by Bateman, and we're at. What is it? Nora, Nora Ephron. Ephron. Big right. fan. So, Nora Ephron movies it it's is. New category. All right, Nora Ephron, four questions. Nora Ephron. Ben, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Ben, first question. Nora Ephron directed which movie based on a 60s, 60s TV sitcom starring Nicole Kidman and Will Ferrell? Bewitched. Two points. All right. Question number two. Question number two. Nora Ephron wrote the screenplay for 1990's My Blue Heaven, in which what famous comedian plays a mobster who moves to suburbia? Five. Four. Three. Two. Steve Martin. Yes. Bateman gets it. All right. He's got the lead, Christian. Question number three. What performer stars in the Nora Ephron films Michael and Lucky Numbers? John Travolta. That's correct. The kid knows his Ephron. All right. And last question here. All right. Which actress, known for TV's The Simpsons, stars as a single mom turned stand-up comic in Nora Ephron's directorial debut, This Is My Life? What? <laughs> Five, four, three, two. Julie Kavner. Two points. Wow. <laughs> You got it. You got it. I like what you did there. I like what you did there. Standing ovation for a perfect round. I like what two. you did there. Good acting. Good right. acting. I like what he did. All right. So the champion. You like that, John? The champion. The champion shows why he's the champion. Yep. 
He, he took it and he ran with it. Great round. But now the former champ and the team's champion, Dan Merle, it is his time to spin. Only down by five. All right, Dan, go ahead, Dan. Here comes Merle. Big, that was a big round by Bateman. That's a huge round. It was a great round by it. Oh. Dan Merle, aggressive spin. All looking at it. John Roca will be telling it us is. the category. And Hathaway. Hathaway. Going to keep it. He's going to keep All it. Right. Going to keep Hathaway. All right. And Hathaway. All right. There we go. Dan, are you ready? Yep. Dan Merle, four questions in the world of Anne Hathaway. Each one's worth two points. Your first, Anne Hathaway co-stars with Julie Andrews in what 2001 Disney family film? The Princess Diaries. Two points. All right. Dan makes it 14-11. 14-11. All right, your next question. In the film Colossal, a giant monster inexplicably attacks what Asian country whenever Anne Hathaway's character gets drunk? Five, four. Multiple choice. Is it A, Japan, B, China, C, Vietnam, or D, South Korea? Japan. That is incorrect. Ben, I'm going to give you your four options again. Is it A, Japan, B, China, C, Vietnam, or D, South Korea? Five. China. Looking for South Korea. So no, the answer. Sand missed, Korea. but no steal. Right. Bateman needed that one point. Bateman Still needed that. a three-point match in favor of Ben Bateman. Dan Merle, two questions left. Your penultimate Anne Hathaway question. Anne Hathaway appears in The Dark Knight Rises, and what other film from director Christopher Nolan? Interstellar. Yes, it is. Correct. All right. So Dan right now can go up by one. He can go up by one here if he hits this question. It's great math on your part, Christian, and we're ready to go. All right, sorry. Right. Here we go, Mark. With the last Anne Hathaway question. The world of Anne Hathaway. The question is, in the film Les Miserables, what is the title of the song that Fantine, Anne Hathaway's character, famously sings during her moment of despair? I dreamed a dream. I dreamed a dream. And Merle goes up by one. Back and forth they go. First round, Merle's up. Bateman has a hell of a round, but it shows you that one point steal could have been big. It could have had a tie game, but Merle finds himself with one point. As we get to round number three, it's the betting round, Mark. How does that go? The betting round works like this. The wheel once again, because Brandon Hanna loves being on stage. <laughs> He's going to be placed on Accurate. that table. Accurate. And so the competitor that is currently in the lead, in this case Dan Murrow, is going to be spinning that wheel one more time, hopefully a little gentler than he did prior previously. 
Dan Spencer, whatever category it settles on, a question in that genre is going to be asked to the field, to both competitors. Once we land on the category, each competitor is going to wager an amount of points. They can wager as many as three points. They can wager as little as zero points. If they get the question correct, they gain that many points. If they get the question wrong, they lose that many points. All right. So, Dan Merle, step yep. on up and give it a spin. What it hits. Here we go. Now, this was a good strategy, though, on Bateman now to put it opponent's and spinner's choice because that is on the wheel. So if it hits opponent's choice, Ben can choose. He gets to choose yeah. which category he wants. And the category is? Opponent's choice. That is opponent's exactly choice. why he did it. That's exactly why he did it. The strategy paid off. That's exactly why he did it. So he put it on there, he put opponent's choice, and this shows where the gamesmanship of, of Bateman came in because that was exactly what I guarantee you he was looking for in that round. And now Ben Bateman is going to confer with an extra from the movie Jaws to yeah. see what category <laughs> they want to select. Well done. Meets Magic Mike, I think. That's good. That's good. I like it. All right, I need, I need a category. I need a category here. Five. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Atlanta's own Tyler Perry. All right. Tyler Perry movies. Tyler Perry movies, please write your points. Okay, Ben, right. I, got, I got your, that's your number? Got it, I got it, got it. All right. Dan, points if you can, uh, you can just give me a... Here we go. Dan? Gotcha. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. In the film, Daddy's Little Girls... Gabrielle Union plays a lawyer who falls in love with a single dad played by Idris Elba. What is his blue-collar profession? I was just writing down. It plays out like round one. We'll ask them for their answer. You got 15 seconds to think of it and, and then write it five, down. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Okay. In Daddy's Little Girls, Gabrielle Union plays a lawyer who falls in love with a single dad, played by Idris Elba. What is his blue-collar profession? This is where it starts to get really intense. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We start with Dan. How many points? Zero. And? Construction worker? Incorrect, but you don't lose any points. You chose how many points? Three. And you said? Mechanic. That's correct. Boom! Yeah! Wow. 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 So Ben wow. Bateman takes the lead. Massive. Massive. 17 to 15. Massive. But, however, brilliant strategy on Merle yep. to bet nothing. Merle bet nothing, and it didn't hurt him. It was the smart play. Yeah. Bateman just happened to pull one out of his hat. Brilliant, brilliant play by Merle, who bet nothing, and he's only down by two as opposed to be down a lot more. Smart, very smart. All right, so we get into the fourth round now. It is the speed round, Mark. How's that go? Oh, boy. The speed round is upon us. In just a second, I'm going to stroll over to each competitor, and they're going to have a buzzer that looks a lot like this. The question is asked. Five questions in total. As soon as the question is asked, a competitor may buzz in. Once I say your name, you have exactly two seconds 
to answer the question correctly. If you get the question right within the two seconds, you get a point. If you miss the question or you do not answer correctly within the two-second time limit, you lose a point. And right. now I will take off my headset, turn into a Home Shopping Network host, and walk on over in between these two great players. It's intense. It's exactly what we thought it would be, and it's back and forth, back and forth. First round, Merle takes the lead. Second round, Merle keeps the lead. Third round, Bateman takes the lead. So we're going into the speed round here. Wow. Okay. All right, Mark. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Christian, you have a couple test questions? Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a test one. All right, here we go. Just, just buzz in if your name is called. All right. What color is John Outlaw's hat? Black. Oh, you got to wait for Ellis, but that's fine. It lit up. All right. Where did Dan Merle Hang go? He's got to reset it. What? Yeah, there we go. Good. Where did Dan Merle go to school? FSU. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Turns green, I get called. I'll, I'll do it again. All right. I'll do another one. One more. All right, here. You got it. This is just for Dan. It's just for Dan. We'll do something a little harder. We'll do something a little harder. What is Steven Spielberg? Hey, hey. Can I need to? Can I? Thank you. Right, I appreciate we'll do it. Do something a little. I want to hear Christian. Thank we'll do you. something a little harder. What is Steven Spielberg's first name? <laughs> Steven. Thank you. All right. Here we go. All right. So it's up and working. Mark, are you ready? You good? All right. So Ben, are you ready? Oh yeah. All right, Dan, are you ready? Ellis, yeah, wait for Ellis to say your name before. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it lights up green. Let Ellis call you out. And then you have two seconds after Ellis says your name. Here we go. <laughs> Question one. Which actress is the lead in the rom-com 27 Dresses? Ben. Catherine Heigl. Yes, one point. <laughs> All right. Question two. Which MCU film received a best picture? Ben. Infinity War. Incorrect. Lose a point. Lose a point, 17. Black Panther was the answer. Question three. Who directed the 2019 film, Us? Jordan Peele. Yes. All right. There we go. Question four. In what year were the comedies Anchorman, Dodge? 2004. Yes. Final question, final question. Who plays Grocer, the chief rival to John Cusack's character in Grocer? Dan Aykroyd. One more point. Dan Merle, I mean, excuse me, Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman, four out of five, four out of five, finds himself now at a five-point lead. Five-point lead over Dan Merle. Finds himself with a five-point lead over Dan Merle with that amazing speed round. Four out of five questions. Lost one point, but picked up three. All right. So, good round. You know, I've done a lot of stand-up and been on TV a few times. That's yeah. the most nervous I ever I'm get. I'm sure you were. just standing there. I'm sure. All and right, I will so point Mark, this out. I did not know how to work the buzzers. Both competitors showed me you. how to use yeah. the buzzer. Thank right. you, gentlemen. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the fifth and final round, the championship round. Mark, good stuff, How's it okay. go? Round number five. Each competitor 
is going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. Each number corresponds to a different corner of movie, trivia, schmodown, goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Next one, three points. The last one, five big points. You're each going to give us three numbers. That's how we come up with the categories. There's no stealing, nor is there a penalty for missing a question in round number five. But you do have to get us the answer within 15 seconds or use a JTE rule. Uh, ben Bateman, uh, nice round four there. Gives you a five-point lead. So you can give us your three lucky numbers first. What you got? I'm going to go three, seven, and 17. Three, seven, and 17. Dan? Uh, eight, 16, and one, please. Eight, 16, and one. For Dan. All right, Dan. Dan's going to go first and try to avoid the TKO here. He's going to go with, excuse me, category eight. Category eight for Dan. Dan, you chose category eight. That's war movies. War movies. Two-pointer. Who is Who stars as the lead, Anthony Swafford, in the war film Jarhead? Jake Gyllenhaal. Two points for Dan Merle. All right. So to tie the game here, to tie the game, he has now got to category 16. That's his three-pointer. That is his three-pointer. And it is 70s films. 70s films. Dan, who stars as detective Hercule, Hercule Poirot, Poirot, excuse me, Poirot, Poirot, Poirot Hercules Poirot, and Sidney Lumet's 1974 adaptation of Murder on the Orient Express. Albert Finney. Tie game. Tie game. All right. So it's a tie game. He avoids the TKO. It bounces back to Ben Bateman. Now, Ben, ben can put it right back to Dan with just answering his two-pointer here. Ben, you selected category number three, and Mark Mosley's number corresponds to Action Adventure. Okay. I can do that. Oh, okay, here we go. And your question. For two points, who plays, excuse me, in the world of Action Adventure? Yep, sorry. What is the subtitle of the 2003 sequel to Charlie's Angels. Can I give the full title or just the subtitle? Five. Just the subtitle's fine. Four. Full throttle. Two, Two points. points. All right. So here is where we stand. Dan Merle has a five-pointer. Hits the five-pointer, then it bounces back to the champion. However... If he misses, Ben Bateman will remain the movie trivia showdown champion. Dan, rom-coms, rom-coms, here you go. Michael Sarah and Kat Denning starred in this 2008 Peter Solette rom-com about two strangers who go in search of their favorite band's secret show. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. He made Dan Merle hits it. It's going to make him work for He hit it. Three points. Now separate right. Dan Merle 
from Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman still has his three-pointer, yes. so he could tie it. Could but tie even it. if he misses this question, he can win it outright with the five-point question. That's right. All right. All right. Here we go. So, Dan, so, excuse me, Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman now. Here we go. Two questions remain. Ben, uh, for your three-point question nice pull, that can tie Thank you. you with Dan Merle, you chose number seven. And Joe Theismann's number corresponds to classics. Hmm. All right. And your question. Who stars as an aging Broadway actress named Margot Channing in the Academy Award-winning film All About Eve? Five, four, three, two. Betty Davis? Tie game. Tie game. Okay. All right. So, we are exactly where we thought we would be. A tie game with a five-pointer that could decide it all. If Ben Bateman hits it, he remains the champion. If he misses, we go to sudden death. The five-point question, Mark. It's a scenario that is not unlikely, Christian. Yep. Uh, ben Bateman to win it outright in regulation and retain that beautiful belt he has adorning his podium. Ben, you selected number 17. And Doug Williams' number corresponds to Judd Apatow movies. Judd Apatow films. And your question. For five points and the win. In the Judd Apatow written and produced film, Heavyweights, what is the name of the Tony Perkis' new head counselor who is from, quote, far away? Just need the One first JTE name. JTE left. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Last one. In the Judd Apatow written and produced heavyweights. In the Judd Apatow written and produced heavyweights, what is the name of the Tony Perkis' new head counselor who is from, quote, far away? Five, four, three, two. Chaz? And we go to sudden death. The answer was Lars. It's an athletic Lars. feat at this point. The answer was Lars. It's exactly what we thought it would be. You, you correctly, before we went to air, predicted overtime. That's what you're getting. It is free schmodown. It was Lars. Lars was the answer. All right. Entertainment. All the way down. All right. Oh, I see. All right, gentlemen. All right. All right, guys, here we go. This, so this is how sudden death works. Mark? Gentlemen, sudden death feels a little bit like round number one, and that we're going to ask you a question. You write down your best attempt at an answer. You have 15 seconds to do so. Each question's worth a point. 
No penalty for missing a question. Here's where it gets tricky. If both of you miss it, we go to the next question. If both of you get it right, we move to the next question. If one of you gets it right and one of you gets it wrong, the person who got it right is the winner of the match. Also, also, both Dan and Ben, you both reset. You both have one JTE rule through sudden Thank death. You. One JTE rule each. What was Lars. the answer, by the way? Lars. 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 Oh. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. We asked the champion, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Challenger, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's here see. we go. All right, question one. Question one. Angelina Jolie. Category? No, we don't. It's not in sudden death. You just get the question. Really? Yep. Angelina Jolie stars in which 2014 Disney film? Off and running in sudden death. What's the, what's the record for these? Nine? It's like eight or nine, and I think JTE and, and five, four, three, two, one. Ben? Maleficent. Yes, Dan? Maleficent. There we go. Okay. Mark, question two. All right, gentlemen. Your next question. Who co-starred opposite Charlie Sheen in the 1990 comedy Men at Work? You can just feel this tension with each passing round of five, four, three. Two. Repeat the question. Last one. Who co-starred opposite Charlie Sheen in the 1990 comedy Men at Work? Five, four, three, two, one. Ben? Steve Gutenberg. And Dan Merle. Emilio Estevez. And your winner! Like, what did I just watch? <laughs> Unbelievable. Dan Merle got his strap back. Oh, wait, what a, what a, right, okay, take your guys, take your guys, relax, 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 relax. And ladies and gentlemen, the new movie trivia showdown, champion of the world, dangerous Dan Merle does it again. Two belts, two belts. He does it again. He is double belted. He's double belted. And he does he did what only Sam Levine before him has done. He's held only Sam Levine held both those belts, but only Dan Merle has held that belt 
four times. Christian, it was an epic match between two epic competitors, and now only the real question is, how's Brad Gilmore going to do this postgame He's going to talk to all of them. So Brad Gilmore's going to get in there. What were, what, were Roca, what were Roca and Bateman arguing about? I want to know also. So here we go. We have Brad Gilmore with one of the greatest title matches I think we've seen in a long time. Brad Gilmore, here we go. Atlanta, I think that match lived up to the hype. You all witnessed history and saw the greatest movie trivia showdown match of all time just now. Let me start with Bobby Gucci, Finn Stock. I mean, it was a win for you either way. You're managing Ben Bateman in this. What are your thoughts right now after that incredible match? I mean, look, holy Jesus Christ. Um, are you not entertained? Uh, I, I mean, look, I said, this, I, said this, I said this a long time ago when this match was scheduled. It was going to go to sudden death, and, I, and that's exactly what happened here. Uh, these guys are consummate professionals. Jesus. I, I, I've never seen anybody play like this before. These guys are so good on so many different levels. I mean, Ben with the speed round. Incredible stuff. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. You know, and then, you know, and... Uh, you know, Dan, uh, Dan with the, the, the wherewithal to bet nothing on the Tyler Perry to save him there. He bets one point there. He's toast. They know that. And that's a, that's, that's a kudos to John, John Rocco over there as well. What the exchange is doing here. Look, we're family. I, c I couldn't be more proud of Dan here right now. This, that was fantastic. And, and, I, and I, I'm no slight to Ben either. This guy was incredible. He was down three points in the first round, came back storming on a, a Nora Ephron, whatever her name is. Uh, you know, I mean, and he, and he, and he, and he, cleared, the, and he cleared the category. Man, look, we're the best. That's the, that's, the, that's the bottom line. Let me go, let me go to Ben Bateman. Excuse me, Tom, let me go to Ben Bateman. Ben, you walked in here very confident. Of course, you're coming off a legendary role, uh, run last, last season. You came in here. This was your first title defense. I know that after you know, going down in that first round, down three, Dan goes perfect, hits the bonus, but then you spin. You put spinners and opponents on the wheel. You get in that betting round opponent's choice. You go Tyler Perry, um, and you end up hitting it. Just walk me through what your game plan was and, and where you think it went wrong. I mean, uh, it was every round was competitive. I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Tyler Perry fan. I've seen every Tyler Perry movie, and uh, I just, uh, you know, that, was, that, that felt like uh, e easy for me, so I was, I was glad to do that. Smart of him to, to put zero on there. Um, and in the final round, you know, we, we see it happen. You describe a movie or you get a question about a character, it happens in every match, and it is what it is. It's, it's happened to me on either side. So um, I had a tough pull. I didn't get it, and... Uh, I think it's it's pretty clear, you know, Dan is one of the most knowledgeable players that's ever played. So in a heads-up match, Iron Man, I think he's probably got the advantage. Makes sense. But uh, I felt I felt good about this match. I thought I played well, and I was happy to, to end it the way that it did. Belt stays with the exchange. So. It was definitely the greatest match I think we've all seen. You worked. You worked, you worked so hard to get to this point. I know that you want to climb back up that championship mountain. We have free-for-all here next month. Uh, you know, that's a possibility for you to get this opportunity again. I mean, where does Ben Bateman go from here? I think I just keep fighting. I mean, uh, people talk about these guys over here as the, the two greatest of all time, and, you know, they've both lost and won. So uh, if you want to get on that level, you have, to, you have to win, you have to lose, and you have to win again. So that's what I'm doing. I still intend to be the greatest of all time. It's going to take a little longer. Just a bump in the road. Ben Bateman, everybody, the former champion.
Ladies and gentlemen, for the fourth time, your singles champion, Dangerous Dan Merle. Dan, I mean... Stand up, get up on your feet for this match. Incredible performance. You went perfect first round. That Tyler Perry looked like it may have thrown you off, and then you got you got obliterated in that speed round, but you were able to come back, go into sudden death. I mean, just walk me through your thoughts here. I mean, I knew I was in big trouble going into round four. I knew that Ben had every capability, and he did a, a run in that speed round. I knew it was very possible that I would come out of that not having an extra point, and that's exactly what happened. So I knew... Uh, going into that, that I was in trouble. I knew I knew I'd, I was going to have to answer all three of my questions and and hope that I got lucky. And I mean, I real I think I've got to thank Blockbuster Video because <laughs> the only way that I it has to be some VHS box in the back of my head with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez on it that got stuck in my head somewhere because because when he said Steve Gutenberg in my head, I was like. Yeah, it could be. I don't. I, I mean, so um, that's just uh, man. This is not. It takes two to tango, and this was a this was a hell of a dance that we had here tonight. I was there when you won the championship for the third time in Brooklyn. That crowd was chanting, "You deserve it." I mean, everyone here. The crowd was split, but everyone's happy to see you back on top of the of the movie trivia showdown. But. What does this mean to you for winning for a fourth time and solidify your place and legacy as the greatest to ever do it? I, uh, I mean, you know, like I, I've always said, the whole with the goat debate, like it's not like a presidential election. Like we're not going to have everyone state their case and then there's like a vote and it's like okay, like um, <laughs> so <laughs> I like being in that conversation, but just on a personal level, you know, I have goals in the game and I have mountains that I still want to climb, and and one of them was. Um, to to do what Sam did because I never played really. I mean, we played each other once, but he was coming on strong as I was leaving the game, and so this was a goal of mine. And now uh, we move on, you know, to the next goal. We'll see what happens. That I was gonna ask you that. I mean, you're the, you're the second man to ever hold these championships simultaneously, but there is another title out there. It's the Inner Geekdom Championship. I mean, are you going to go for the same thing that Mike Kalinowski did and try to hold all three belts simultaneously? Is that in your plans? My plans, my plans are to enter the Inner Geekdom League soon. That was always my plan. However, the one thing I've also learned from, from watching that incredible run last year is not to count my belts before they're on my shoulders. I'm not, I don't want, I, I, so that would be wonderful if that happens, but I know for a fact that that guy right there who, we, who I just stood across from and his partner have this belt in their sights, the belts that John and I have on our shoulders. So I would be, uh, it would be foolish of me to think that I would be able to just run through and grab another belt. First of all, I haven't played a lick of Intergeekdom yet. Secondly, there's a lot of people after both of these belts, so I'm just going to do the best I can, and, and we'll see what happens. And I want to go to John Roca here in just one second, but one, one more question. One, one more question for, for Dan Murrow. I mean... Again, you, you've reached the, for the fourth time. Is there anybody in particular you just want to give a shout out to? Anybody you want to say thank you to? My mom's here. Give it up for Dan Merle's mother. <laughs> and uh, I had I had my manager in the ring and my partner here, John Roca, but. 
I also have my manager and partner out of the ring here, Mark Knoppik. So I couldn't do it without her. And, and, and really, you know, there's been all this, there's been all this, you know, noise and whatnot. And that's what it was. It was noise about the Finstock Exchange and communications and politics and who's talking to who and what. But the fact of the matter is that these are the people that I want to play this game with from the top of the roster to the bottom of the roster to our manager. There's going to be a bumpy road along the way, but uh, I would rather have a, a faction with some communication issues, a faction that has to work some things out, rather than a faction that doesn't win. And that's what we do as we go. And just real quick, I want to just get a word from John Roca. That was the greatest match we've ever seen, is it not? I have to say, yes. One of the most, I mean, because of the pressure, it's a live event and it went to sudden death incredible match for us sitting on the sideline tom and i we were pacing like crazy because we were so nervous and couldn't do anything and i'll tell you something managing dan is like managing that car you know that came out of that boston car it, it parks itself it's a self parker it's not a problem at all i only i we only discussed one thing and that was the uh that was the uh, one pointer for tyler perry there was a question about us going zero one I said, what does your gut say? He goes, zero. I think that's the right choice, zero, because you're only going to have two points. That's the only bit of managing I had to do this whole match. Dan handles himself. He knows how to take care of business. I'm proud to be by his side, and you got to give it up to Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman fought a hell of a match. And look, he threw, he threw every obstacle you can throw in the way of a challenger. He put opponent's choice up there. He put spinner's choice there. He put Tyler Perry on the wheel. You got to give him props for the strategy, and that's the tactician he is. Is it frustrating to be on the other side to play with someone that against someone that intelligent and smart and driven to win? Yes. And that's what makes this victory all the more sweeter because Dan took no shortcuts. Dan just wanted to get in the ring, and he just wanted to fight to see who would win. And he was going to respect it if Ben won, and he, I hope Ben respects the fact that Dan won. But all that matters is you all won watching the greatest of all time doing it for you live. And the Finstock Exchange. There will be issues with the Finstock Exchange because when all these egos slam into each other, that's the game. Because we all want gold and we all want belts. And Dan said it best. I'd rather be in a cage with a bunch of wild wolves fighting over the meat than some timid wolves sitting over there. Can we play too? No. We come to win. We come to win belts. And one more thing. Don't you count out that Rose over there. Emily Rose Jacobson. She fought Damon tooth and nail. She will be back. And she deserves your respect and your love. But for now, that's the man. He's the greatest of all time. Four-time champion. Proud to ride along his side. Just going to give everybody what they really want. Wow, look, and one more thing. All of a sudden, we're in a prison movie. One more thing. You see those jailhouse tats. I know. Prison movie. I know. He has his name on the back of his back. Yeah. Just pointing that out. It's a henna tattoo. It's a henna tattoo, baby. It's not real. Um, my goal now is to match what Dan did. He has always been my benchmark in this league. Do what he did. Do what he's done. He's got two belts. I got Paulo Yama in front of me. And then after that, it's Irwin or Snyder. And then if I take care of business, I'd love to have a rematch for the greatest of all time for that belt.
But who's going to be your manager, John? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Finstock Exchange and the greatest game ever played. Give it up for Ben Bateman. Give it up for Dangerous Dan Merle. Atlanta. A standing ovation and well, well earned. Well By earned on both of them. Well earned. Standing ovation. Here they are, Mark. Well, what do you think? It was Finstock being Finstock for sure, but it was also two of the best that this game has ever seen, two of the best strategists, the best players, the most knowledgeable, and it paid off here today. We certainly hope whoever caught Finstock's shirt gets tested immediately. But overall, when you look at a match that goes into overtime, that gets a standing O, that gets yeah. the amount of standing ovations from this crowd, you got to say it's in the conversation for the best match that you and I have ever seen. I mean, it's got to come close because, I mean, it, when it's built up, a lot of times you're like, oh, well, I hope it lives up to the hype. I hope you're going to get that kind of feel. I hope that, uh, you know, it's not a knockout. I hope that you're, you're wondering, is, are, are these two guys going to show up? And they did, I mean, they did that more. And it was the first round, Dan takes the lead. He keeps the lead in the second. Ben takes the lead in the third and takes a strong lead in the fourth then it's tied up then it goes to sudden death and it's like you they did exactly what you thought that they would do it was a worthy match and we're still trending on twitter queso blanco has been replaced by jackass okay. so um couple uh couple notes uh dan's mom is offering orange slices out of the minivan afterwards if anybody wants one um Capri Sun, and uh, you know, you talk about the, the greatest of all time. You talk about the GOAT, whether it's a competitor that we saw tonight or the match itself. You also got to mention our incredible crew, oh, yeah. the greatest of all time. Give them a big hand. Everybody up in the yes. booth down here behind the scenes, A-plus material. Yeah, I got to give, got to give props to RB3. Definitely. To everybody and to our technical director, our technical director, Adam Smith, yep. Cody Hall. Yep. Brian Mitchell, Courtney Luby, uh, and Megan Sanborn, and the whole crew, every BC, the entire crew that helped out today. Dwayne, everyone, thank you guys so very much. I mean, you have totally done exactly. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you for making Atlanta. It was the right call. So thank you guys so much. <laughs>